Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Joined by Patty Rising and Brett Burkhart. There is an intensifying fight over a controversial bill in Sacramento that would allow the release of murderers who were never supposed to get out of prison. The legislation would let certain convicted killers who have served at least 20 years ask for parole, even if they were sentenced to the death penalty or life without parole. This bill is Senate Bill 94. It's by State Senator Dave Cortesi of Santa Clara. It would allow most people convicted of murder with special circumstances before 1990 to petition for parole as long as they've served at least 20 years of their sentence. The idea is that older inmates are much less likely to reoffend if released so they could at least ask for their sentence to be reviewed. As you can imagine, there is intense opposition to this idea, and there's a news conference tomorrow by a coalition of prosecutors, law enforcement personnel, and victims' rights advocates to call for its defeat. For more, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Nina Solarno-Besselman, the president of Crime Victims United. She's a former Sacramento County Deputy District Attorney. Her sister was brutally murdered on her first day of college back in 1979. Thank you so much for being with us. I know you're very much against this bill. So what's wrong with this idea of letting aging convicts go free and overturning the sentence originally given to them by a jury? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. And uh, let's clarify, this um, bill is going to release the worst of the worst. These are not just people convicted of murder. They were convicted of murder or special circumstances. So that means rape, torture, um, multiple victims, and some of the worst and most heinous. They've killed people because of their race, their ethnicity, their gender, their sexual orientation, children. So these are the worst of the worst that they're asking to um, bring forward in this bill and then have them look at being resentenced. And the problem with that is, one, we are now prioritizing in the state the interest of convicted murderers over the well-being of victims, their families, and our communities if these people are released. Um, The emotional trauma that it is doing to these families who thought that they would never have to think of the killer of their loved one again. I just had lunch with one, a young woman whose mother was lit on fire in front of her when she was nine years old because she would not reunite with her partner. 
these are the worst of the ones that we're talking about. And SB 94 is very dangerous and very misleading to the public. Senator Cortese argues that studies show very low recidivism rates among older convicts, that there's a very little risk to the public from releasing some of these inmates who he claims age out of crime. Obviously, I think I know what your answer is, but how do you respond to that? Well, first of all, you don't get to age out of prison. I didn't get to age out of my, the trauma of my sister's murder. So why should you be able to age out of a life sentence without the possibility of parole? And it usurps the entire system. Um, and there, his studies are false. We have plenty of examples of older people that have been released that still commit rape and murder. Some of the most violent crimes, child sexual assault, human trafficking, those are all done by older people that have been released as well. So Senator Cortese is misleading this public, just like he told the public that his bill would not release anyone that had a sexual offense. That's not true, because it's if they were convicted, and oftentimes in these cases, there's a man that would be released for murdering two six-year-old boys, although his entire history includes raping a three-year-old and children under 10. But because he's the crime he's serving for, it did not include those rapes, he's eligible for this. So this whole, it's like a Pinocchio lie that Senator Cortese has brought forth to the public. We are releasing the worst. And just because they've aged does not give them the right to age out of prison. And what's really important is they don't have to show any rehabilitation. They just go before a judge. They don't hear from the victims, the prosecutors. And there is no requirement to show any steps of rehabilitating yourself from the worst of the worst here in California. There are some restrictions on the bill. One of them is that if you've committed a sex crime, you've uh, you've um, addressed that. But some of those other restrictions would be anyone who murdered a police officer or killed more than two people. Why do you think those restrictions in this bill are are not sufficient? Well, first of all, like I said, the committing of a sex crime is a falsity because there lots of times. One of the other cases that we have, the man stabbed his aunt, his own aunt, 15 times and raped her after she died. So she was not committed of a sex crime, yet he's eligible for this of SB 94. So oftentimes when there is a murder rape, you're convicted or plead to the murder of L. Wap. And so the rape does not count or the sexual offense does not count. And that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of these people with a huge sexual history of rape or child sexual assault that would be eligible. As to the other ones, and no offense, I am so pro-law enforcement, but even law enforcement said, what's made them different? What, what is different about a law enforcement officer being murdered than my sister? Why should there be a, you know, that distinction? And is there a difference between one person or two? It still affects the victims the same. So I, they politically chose law enforcement because they were hoping law enforcement then wouldn't speak up against this, and they are joining with victims because everyone knows how dangerous and misleading this bill is. Would victims' families have any role at all to play in this new process that, you know, they'd come before a judge, but would the victims' families be allowed to come testify again to oppose mm -hmm. release? And if they were, I mean, how triggering could that be for someone like you if, if that happened? Well, first of all, there is no, um, no consideration of the victims in this bill, no mechanism. And a lot of these victims are not able to be notified because they thought that they would never have to be on the notification system because they believe the person went away for life. 
So unlike a case like mine where I fought 12 parole hearings so I can speak from firsthand the emotional toll it takes to go again and again and again to fight to keep a vicious murderer in prison because you're reliving the trauma. The young lady that's speaking tomorrow about her mother being lit on fire, we were just talking, she's like, I never thought I'd have to live through this again. And it's triggered how she had to testify, how she heard her mother screaming outside her bedroom door. She was being burned after being doused in gas. I mean, these, these victims should never have had to relive this. And Senator Cortese doesn't care. And he has not even considered, never reached out to a victim when he brought this bill. And he provides no mechanism for them in his bill. All right. Well, thank you for being with us. And yes, yeah, some pretty graphic stuff there. I hope it wasn't too triggering for anybody listening. We hope to have Senator Cortese on later this week and to respond. Nina Salarna Besselman, president of Crime Victims United, talking about SB 94. As you can hear, she's quite passionate about it. You can see why it's sparking so much controversy in Sacramento. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 